0: so uh i just wanted to say this out loud up front first thing on the podcast okay is i just really hope you have a great day today
1: oh me or people listening
0: no you oh and well thank you now that you mention it them too (laughs)
1: Fantastic day. Thank you. That's very nice of you.
0: Alright, welcome <laughs> to Should We Get Married with Kylie and Kyle. Hey yo. Here we are again. Mm. Podcasting. Saturday morning. Doing the deal. Drink, hanging and banging. Drinking coffee. Drinking coffee. Drinking water. Mm. Lighting candles. Oh. Staring at our phones. It's a glorious Saturday morning here Salem, in the
1: Simmons Jacobson household.
0: Oh yeah, it's super sunny here in Everett, Washington. That's on that's in America on planet Earth, and uh, it's usually raining and it's sunny, which is nice. And if Salem drinks out of the dish during this episode, Back to this the pound. is the day. This is the day that I return him to the pound. Sounds Anyways, good. so uh, I'll never here let we are doing the deal. Thanks for leaving a review. Thanks for telling a friend. Thanks for giving us a star rating. Thanks for being you. Thanks for being a part of this Mm. small community. We appreciate it so much. Give us some love. We love it when you give us some love over on uh, Instagram at SWGM pod and, uh, visit our website for an, uh, anonymous question if you want to.
1: And, and, and yeah. Do you guys know we have shirts on our website?
0: Oh yeah, we got some merch.
1: Which I'm I'm ninety percent sure no one's gonna want to actually wear the shirt, but we have shirts. Why <laughs> would you say that? <laughs> well, because it's it has like the flower ring of our logo on there, uh,
0: which is awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I would. I we're gonna order some, and I want to give some away on Instagram. So that's I just want to put that out there.
0: Cool. Yeah, and uh, so I think our Instagram sucks. <sighs> We gotta step it up there, yeah. honestly. We yep. we're not doing anything. I think we, in order to grow the Instagram, we gotta put some more effort in there. So that's something I just wanted to say out loud.
1: It's only downhill from here, people. Uphill? <laughs> okay. uh,
0: well, Where? Well, are you are you it's heading in a negative? It's getting or, better. Or, oh, okay. It can only get better. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I do love the aesthetic of the analog photos because it kind of analog is a different thing than digital and it con- contributes to warmth and more soul. And so I think contribute,
1: it does contribute, contribute. contribute. Mm-hmm,
0: um, so, uh, I do <laughs> like that, but I think we got to there's something else we need. We need something else. We need
1: to take it from spice level seven to spice level 13. Let's You're just really riding
0: that. on that spice level well, business, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. All <laughs> right. Well, what are we talking about today?
1: Uh, conflict resolution. My friend, oh yeah, which is which is which is a fun one, and I found a pretty rad article that kind of summarizes everything and goes over all the different aspects of, of conflict revol- Ugh, revolution. <laughs> conflict,
0: revolution, man. Kind
1: of, it can be a revolution if you mm, pay attention yes. to some of this shit and and improve on it.
0: Okay, boom. I'm ready to hear what. this article has oh all right to say and i have a question okay we are we're always is it good that we're uh touching base with like articles other people's opinions or should we just be talking about our Uh, own stuff
1: well i think it's good to have kind of a baseline of actual fact and structured conversation but also tidbits of how we relate to it. And then other people can probably relate to that too. But if I don't have, if I'm left to my own devices and don't have a guide, I absolutely forget what I'm talking about. Every time I listen back to one of our podcasts, mm-hmm. I realize I didn't make half of the points I was trying to make. And it comes off really half hearted. So I need, something. No, I need
0: notes. No, I totally hear you there. I do the same thing, but I think that's part of our podcasting journey because we're babies in this and it's hard to We are true babies. Tr- well, okay. It's hard to um, <laughs> to talk professionally into a microphone and i'm not saying this is professional at all i don't think we're there yet but it's hard to talk make a point and then navigate to a side point and circle back around to another point and then come back and land you know on both feet at the end of it it's hard to Ah. remember all that and to sound concise and not stumble and stutter over words and so this is I mean, it goes back to what we're doing here. It's, 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 this is an exercise of growth and openness and, uh, it's progress, not perfection. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do I sound quiet to you?
0: No, you sound great. Okay. Is your, are Maybe your headphones going down? Close enough. It might be. But I, okay. We got to get those new headphones, honey. Yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. So this article, so it's cool.
1: Conflict resolution.
0: It's cool. Um, uh, having an article or articles to, because it's kind of, you know, it's good to have different opinions because I I need.
1: Well, let the people speak. If, if anyone has a concern or positive feedback, shoot us a line. Yeah, but eh?
0: I was just kind of hoping me and you could.
1: Oh, I'm saying I think it's fine.
0: Resolute this. I think it's conflict. Resoluted. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. What do you got, honey?
1: All right. Well, I want to start off asking you how you think you handle conflict, specifically in our relationship, when something more serious arises. Not the petty stuff, which we can kind of laugh off. Yeah. But But um, the first part of this kind of goes over, like, what conflict resolution is and the fact that it's really healthy. And I think we all probably know that. Um but <laughs> yeah <laughs> right
0: it's like duh, it's healthy yeah
1: well, well yeah what well, we people might forget that it's healthy just because it feels so
0: well, you wrong gotta, at the time you got to give up a little bit even if you're right yeah there's a there's some surrender here that needs to happen in order to resolve things yeah. um, well
1: right so, and so that's
0: hard to do it sucks
1: the conflict part is healthy and normal and
0: Oh, okay.
1: Good, because we, everyone's different. We have different ideas, different opinions, different ways we do things. Yeah. The part where it gets weird is how do you respond to that conflict?
0: Okay, so I have...
1: In your own body and with your partner.
0: So my, so I am, the way I handle conflict is complicated. Yeah. Um,
1: Which it should be, by the way, like... It's Humans are
0: weird. Well, it's well, it's also very simple. I Here's the deal: is my old behavior wants me to just say fuck it and relish in the disagreement. That's where my that's where my knee jerk reaction is is fuck you. Yeah, that's what it is.
1: Fuck you and walk out, maybe.
0: Yes. Well, yeah, it's more like fuck you, and this is the way it is. <laughs> That kind of thing. So I feel good about being right, even when there's clearly an agreement to make or to be made or land on. It's not about right or wrong, but I like the feeling of keeping things at arm's length, defenses up in order to establish the high ground Mm. of stubbornness and (laughs) self-preservation.
1: Wow, that was well worded.
0: That's what my old behavior does. Wait, okay. Yeah, and then so, but... And then here's the here's the funny thing about all of this, is letting go, surrendering, apologizing all feels like there's no way it can be done. I feel stuck, can't possibly consider it. (laughs) But when this is all
1: your initial reaction, right?
0: Yeah. Well, this is kind of like yeah, initial reaction and also some thoughts around it. Mm -hmm. It's just I don't know, just winging it here. Um, when I, but when I, but when I do it, when I do give up, when I do let go, when I do apologize, I, and I truly give caution to the wind and I give up, I just let, I let go of what I'm holding on to in the conflict of being right. Or even if I am right, I'm just like, "Mm, this is the highway or (laughs) no way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It feels good. It, it, when I truly give up, it feels amazing. Even better than holding my ground. It even feels better than sticking to my guns. Yeah. And and all of that. And so here's well, so here's this thing that feels amazing: letting go and re- resoluting this conflict, resolving this conflict. But when it comes to the next one to do. I don't want to do it. I forget about how good it feels and my pride and ego spike. And it's just kind of a human paradox where here's this thing that feels amazing and benefits myself and all around me and and especially a relationship like ours when I let go. Yet I don't ever want to do it again.
1: (laughs) You have to start
0: over every single time. Every time I have to relearn and I have to talk through it. And because... It's just, it's one of those things where I don't know if it's self preservation or however we were wired to mm-hmm. do this thing. It it fucks it all up, <laughs> starting over from scratch yeah. every time, which is hilarious. Well, I think like it's it, yeah, it is hilarious. It's one of the it's one of the most beneficial things I've ever done in my life is to let go and surrender and to apologize and take the high road. And um, I'm not saying all of those things happen in 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 any one conflict. I'm just saying some of those things or one of those things definitely need to happen, even if you are right,
2: mm-hmm.
0: even if I am right. They need to happen, and then I don't ever want to do it again. <laughs> it's just it's well, just there's, crazy.
1: There's like a huge in in the middle part that we can talk about, which you're talking about like your initial response and then how you end up eventually getting to the let go part.
0: Okay. But yeah. that
1: whole in between part takes so much work.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like actively the whole time the argument is happening, work, work, work. And like, what is that work and how do you do that work and how do you get to the let go part? Yeah. Right. And I would wager to say that that's true for absolutely every human being in the, in the world. <laughs> like we all want to react our, with our gut feelings, and we yeah. all want to say fuck you and walk out. Yeah. No matter how, no matter nature or nurture, because unless your parents just like immediately out of the womb started teaching you all this healthy ass response behavior to everything in life. How are you supposed to know except for learning it and practicing it every time?
0: Yeah. And it gets better with practice and it also gets better when you're spiritually fit. Mm. And that might not mean. So I'm agnostic. So spiritually fit, even if you're an atheist, you have to have 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 a little bit of faith Mm -hmm. on the next step you take. Literal your next step you take in life when you're walking, that everything's going to be okay when you take that step. So, like, having faith in, like, the everything's going to be okay, positive thinking, if that's in practice, thus becoming spiritually fit, taking a positive outlook on life and enjoying it and choosing to see the beauty in things, that kind of work can lead to this being easier. But then, so when I'm spiritually fit, and whatever that means to you... Things uh, a conflict resolution is easier, but I'm not always spiritually fit, and I'm not always feeling good. and so like it depends on the year or the a stretch of months or um, a de- a t- depends on a chunk of a decade, whether I'm gonna be good at this or not or better at it yeah or there are a
1: ton of factors.
0: Yeah, it's because humans oh. were just like, I'm just like filled with pride and ego. And I'm always wanting to strengthen that rather than strengthen, um, uh, love and kindness and tolerance and those kinds of principles instead.
1: And so what I read was you have your own set of values, motivations, perceptions, ideas, desires, which could be completely different than mine or than your best yeah. friends or your moms or whoever like no one is going to feel the exact same thing. So little tiny conflicts to really big conflicts can come up. And I want to get into like why, how we respond to that. So, um, like the underlying reason that, um, conflict happens is, uh, Oh man, I lost it.
0: Is it basically, well, or basically,
1: you feel um, misunderstood, ignored, disrespected, like there's something that gets triggered inside of you.
0: Yeah, but that's that's layers deep that and, you don't even realize it's happening right. at first.
1: So what... Um, so what I'm trying to say is like humans focus on the petty things. Like you don't load the dishwasher the right way yes, or right. you do this, like those little tiny things. Yep. Deep down there's something else that's being triggered, whether you realize it or not.
0: Like when I set the cardboard next to the trash can and you came along and mumbled some <laughs> words and then picked it up and put it in the quote unquote right spot.
1: Right. Yeah. So I feel that that's right. I don't know what the underlying reason is there. Maybe it's. So, like in a just super deeply wear- layered way, it could be that I don't feel that you're respecting um, the fact that it can just go in the garbage. I don't know. That's a weird one.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, it happened yesterday.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. It did. I wasn't, it didn't cause a conflict though. I just said,
0: No, we just swept it right are out we, of the rug.
1: Are we just putting garbage on the floor now?
0: It wasn't garbage. It's recyclables.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, choose your battles too, right? (laughs) Choose your battles?
0: (laughs) Are you asking me to choose this battle and and not not do it? Okay. Okay. You chose that battle. You battled it.
1: That's not a battle. It didn't turn into a discussion or a fight.
0: We're literally discussing it right Uh, now.
1: Did it bother you that I said that then?
0: No, but it's a good example of a petty thing. Petty. And not to say that what you did was petty, maybe it was me that did the petty thing. I'm just saying there's a situation that's classic day to day, week to week yeah. stuff that happens all the time.
1: So, what it probably is, is I really value a clean, cleanish space and I can't relax if there's clutter everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, but it's my job to do two things, which is make sure you know that and just a blatant, this is really important to me.
0: You know what I was thinking the other day? Okay, sorry, go ahead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And also manage the fact that it might be important to me, but not to you and not to take it too seriously. So there's really two, two sides of that, but that's probably the underlying thing is I don't want to go around picking up and tidying up all the time.
0: Okay. I have an idea for a solution for, for things.
1: Okay. For all things.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for the house to-do's. Okay. Is to have a list up Shore somewhere. Lists. Yeah. Nailed it. But it's like, because like we have a, a, a board game sitting on the counter there that needs to go downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can literally write that on the list. Board game is, what's it called? Boss Monster needs to go downstairs. Okay. That's it. <laughs> and any, anything from like that to we need to... Um, uh uh redo the bathroom oh,
1: flooring oh but not assigning it to a person just yeah. having it there to and do if list. you walk by you can tick something off
0: at your leisure if you want to and if you not want if you don't want to it's a reminder of like hey there's all these things we need to do because i often just like put put it out of mind because at the end of the day i just need to relax or i need to get to the office to work yeah. like case in point i have a huge pile of nonsense yeah. comic books and and receipts and paychecks Mm -hmm. and all kinds of stuff
1: on the floor (laughs) floor. (laughs) of the office in a pile
0: and i just go straight to my desk (laughs) and work yes and that thing's been so like
1: if that were at my work i wouldn't be able to work until i finished that task yep which that's just the way i'm wired
0: well, my desk, my whole office isn't super dirty. Mm-hmm, it's never like out of control, but it's always kind of here's a chunk that needs to get done type of stuff. I'm not the type of person that needs a perfect situation, perfect environment to work in, because I think that's silly nonsense, in my opinion.
1: Well, but I really different.
0: Yeah, I agree with people who are like, hey, I need this clean before I can do this. I agree with that, but... I'm, I'm of the uh, I'm of the thought that, um, nothing's ever going to be perfect yeah, and things are better done than perfect. Well, and, um, so that's, so that's why I can work within a messy environment.
1: I think there's a whole different part of that for me, which is like the concept of doing things along the way so they don't build up is how ideally I would like to live, but even I don't live by those principles myself. Yeah. But like if you have this thing, so at some time we organized all of those shelves in your office. So like every little thing that we use when we go back into that room, instead of setting it on this pile or on this table, put it back exactly where it goes. But if every time we use something and we set it somewhere else, eventually there's 50 things that are set somewhere else and then you have to organize the whole room over again so it like builds up over time that's how I feel about the garage
0: I, I live in the gray area of that because I can't live perfectly so I'm okay with setting something different somewhere because I eventually know I'm going to rework this whole situation at some point in time and there's certain things that I do put back in the perfect spot there's some things that I don't and that's just how I've always been. I've always lived. And I don't think there's a value in being perfect, perfect spot, perfect place every single time. But there are instances where it is like my cameras and lenses. Yes. Like tool sets, like downstairs mm-hmm. at organized wall. Yes. But there's other things where I don't give a shit about. So it's like, there's gray within the black and white.
1: So, as you can see, there's some letting go from both sides here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you're letting go way more than me.
1: (laughs) Oh, well, shall we talk about healthy and unhealthy ways to respond to conflict?
0: According to this article? What uh, what website is this? Well, it's pretty true. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Helpguide.org. I feel like this is pretty legit because we can both relate to a lot of it, but... Here's I, w- I want to share the way I respond to conflict. I just want to
0: say this first. When we pick out articles, they resonate with us, but also we enjoy articles that differ in opinion. And there's we don't really corroborate or check the veracity of a lot of this. So if something smells fishy and you don't agree with it, we like that as well. Yeah, what it hits what, home, we share it. Yeah, if it hits home, we share it. And this podcast is about openness and curiosity at the end of the day. So there's going to be a lot to disagree with. And that's part of life. And that's what we're enjoying within this uh, milieu of this exercise.
1: Okay. So, by the way, the way I deal with conflict is I either shut down or I cry. (laughs) Would you agree?
0: Yeah, that's... My
1: my unhealthy responses. (laughs)
0: You get quiet. I get spearheaded.
1: Yeah, and there are names for those, which I I will share.
0: I want to go, we're handling this now, and we need to talk about this right now when there's lots of times to just let let it simmer for a bit and talk about it later, or it might not turn into an issue.
1: So um, there are this list of unhealthy responses to conflict, and I just want to shoot them off really quick. An inability to recognize and respond to the things that matter to the other person. Explosive, angry, hurtful, and resentful reactions. The withdrawal of love resulting in rejection, isolation, shaming, and fear of abandonment. (laughs) An inability to compromise or see the other person's side. And feeling fearful or avoiding conflict, expecting a bad outcome.
0: Those last two are me big time. The last two? Yeah, big time.
1: So I would say that this entire list rang true to me before you and I got together and it's taken a lot of work Mm. on both of our sides to help me deal with conflicts because I think maybe you had worked on some of this stuff before me.
0: Yeah. A ton of this stuff for (laughs) sure. Yeah.
1: But like my family way of dealing things, um, fell into this,
0: Yeah, I did not learn conflict resolution from my family either.
1: and my past relationships, this was all very true. And so you made me see that I always acted like I was waiting for the second shoe to drop. Yeah, Which is this last one. Like, I'm always afraid that it's going to be a bad outcome if there's a conflict. Mm -hmm. And I have this kind of abandonment thing, which there have been people in my life who will... um, like shun shun me or give that cold shoulder for days at a time if things didn't go their way. So in fact, that was within my immediate family. So that like rejection, yeah, it like the love was turned off if wow. it wasn't, if it didn't go well. So that's what I'm used to. That's my initial reaction. And I think you've probably seen some some of that live within me. Um, and you're saying that you have the last two, which is some of the inability to compromise or see the other person's side and feeling fearful, expecting a bad outcome also. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Mostly the unwillingness to compromise. So like, I love to be right and I love to hold that ground of stubbornness because it feels like, like I said before, it feels like self-preservation. It feels like I'm, it feels like I'm giving up something where that is true. And I forget that giving up feels amazing and, um, giving up and open, opening up and vulnerability again is the opposite of weakness. Come to find out. Hmm. And, um, It's a strength and I forget about it. I just forget. And also I like to be right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just like to be right at the expense of my own personal health (laughs) and I get in my own way. I just get, I, my ego and my bride get in the way and I'm always having to figure out a way around myself in order to see some comfort, some contentment, some love and tolerance and kindness yeah. to, uh, and really find the fruits of life. So d-
1: you don't, um, have this fear of abandonment one much from your past?
0: That one. So I don't know why I don't have that. It's there, but it's, it's like a low grade fever, if you will. Um, I don't, it doesn't really affect my, my, uh, the way I see things I've always been like, I got it I can do it, things will be okay And if they aren't, fuck it anyways mm. And I, maybe it's because I, I was an only child So I learned how to mm. Deal with things Myself
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe you weren't feeling compared to another person
0: Yeah, and maybe it's because I'm just Ultra selfish <laughs> <laughs> When it comes down to it, I can just be maybe. super duper Selfish, which is very true um, well, did um, you
1: feel um, a withdrawal of love from your parents when there was conflict in the house?
0: Yes, hundred percent. But I found that I found that love in other in other areas. Okay. So, like, I found
1: like as a young person. Yes,
0: yeah, I found that. Hey, when I when all this stuff that I really needed from my parents, I found in friends and other so mentors. Did I. So I realized early on, I ran out, I, I, attempted to run away from home, uh, several times when I was a kid and I, it was always in me. I always felt like I wasn't a part of this and, um, hmm. maybe it's because how I was raised. Maybe it's because, uh, I'm at the core selfish and self-centered. Um, maybe it's probably both of those things. Um, I've definitely, I've definitely explored that, but yeah, I've always been okay to just kind of wander Hmm. and then find what I need somewhere else.
1: Ah, that's really, that's, we always talk about how we're different there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You want to corral and and hang on (laughs) for dear life.
1: Well, I can relate with, you're right. Yes, I do that. Mm -hmm. But, um. And that's always that wanting and seeking the love and acceptance. Yeah. But I can relate with you with finding that elsewhere. Like I had some best friends growing up and I would spend a lot of my time with them and at their homes with their parents. And I would get some shit from my family about like putting my friends first or wanting to hang out with my friends more than family sort of thing. And it took me a... I felt really bad about that, and it took me a really long time to realize it's because I didn't get what I needed yeah. um, all the time.
0: Right, and then you not, got shit. T- not for to say
1: it. I never got it, but uh, you know.
0: And then you were scolded or got shit for it when you came back into right. your family.
1: Right, yeah. Um, it's fucked up, and it's funny. It's funny now, but their pride Fast and from-
0: egos hurt too. Sure. That. Yeah. They're like, I mean,
1: there's, they're hurt by me wanting to spend time with others. Yeah. They don't not ha- understanding.
0: They didn't have the tools to take care of your needs, and they're confused by it, and they don't know how they're not doing the thing that you need. Yeah. And so you're getting it from somewhere else. That's that's got to really suck.
1: And I didn't know how to express. I didn't even know what needs were, or like how to understand right. yeah. how I felt either. Yeah. I would. I would specify like, well, their house is just different or like our house is so open. You can hear all of our conversations or it's not as cozy. I would focus on the house and explain like, well, their house has a pool and a different kind of food. And like,
0: those are good reasons. (laughs) But
1: at the end of the day, it's not really what it was about. Yeah. You know, right.
0: I felt, well, you were a kid. You didn't know how to... Right. And also, as an adult, that's hard to... That's a hard conversation to navigate.
1: (laughs) Right. Well, fast forward to now, I've had that with with permanent withdrawal of love because, unfortunately, my mom and I haven't been able to um, resolve our conflicts. Yeah. Um, And I didn't realize that that's where my fear of abandonment came. I figure that happens in a male-female or loving relationship Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know that I've been abandoned by past lovers, just maybe cheated on. But I think it does come from earlier stuff.
0: That's classic minimizing, honey. You've you've had a lot of abandonment in your life. Just and not the
1: obvious kind, because I can't say... Yeah,
0: but you just said a bunch of examples that were very obvious.
1: Well, you I s- guess I... I guess I put things into perspective for, like, someone whose father left when they were a kid. That's abandonment. That's major abandonment.
0: Yeah, yeah, but that happened to you with your mom. She left you.
1: Well, in my 20s.
0: Yeah. It's, you're just a little older. What's the difference? (laughs)
1: Because I already had these kinds of feelings and issues
0: before that happened. My point is, is that this is classic minimizing. Okay. This is, these these things are, are real and you, 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 you earned your seat. You earned the seat. Hmm. You can own it.
1: Okay. I have fear of abandonment. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> me too, honey. Okay. That's Uncle Gary left me.
1: Oh, right.
0: Yeah, he fucking... Yeah, I mean, he Someone was my hero. Someone you loved, trusted. In- yeah, my mom and dad both, at when they're divorced, when they divorced, and and uh, uh, especially my dad found a new family. That was really tough. That was a big abandonment. And then he was, he was uh, taking care of those kids um, uh, better and more openly than he took care of me because um. he had he had grown since me. And And maybe
1: didn't know how to take care of you at the time. Well,
0: they had me young and, and, um, they came from their parents and maybe they parented them not great or not as well as what I, or not as much as what I needed. And I can be a lot. (laughs) I need a lot. I need a lot of love. I need a lot of, uh, tolerance and, um, I need a lot of room to grow. And maybe I don't think, I don't think they had that, uh, some of those tools for me and um so i saw him doing the things that i needed some of them with these new kids and he was really good with it and i was like what the fuck so i felt abandoned from him Mm. for sure and um uh, i had to it took a lot of time to get over that and to realize my spot in his life and his spot in my life and now it's really great um Although I'd love to hang out with him more and it's a work in progress. But yeah. I'm, but uncle Gary literally left when I was 13 years old, he took off on his motorcycles, classic man. <laughs> and, uh, I had to go find him. So
1: yeah, I guess so.
0: I had a good resolution from that. Cause when I found him, he was receptive to me. Sure. You don't have that. You've tried, you've tried really hard to get back in touch and yeah and it didn't go I
1: tried uh, I could have been abrasive about the reaching out but I didn't think that was the way to go so I could try harder but I'm now in a place where I don't want I don't need that in my life I don't need what I know would be coming for me if I reached out
0: Yeah, when you try so many times and you're denied so many times, it's time to move on. Mm -hmm. And you can love somebody from a distance.
1: Detach with love.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: I do love, I love my mom and I miss her all the time. I love her. Yeah. Don't, we don't get along. We don't agree on a lot, but hey, you can still love someone. Yeah. That's different from you. Yeah. Okay. Healthy responses to conflict. The capacity to empathize with the other person's viewpoint, calm, non-defensive and respectful reactions, a readiness to forgive and forget and to move past the conflict without holding resentments or anger, the ability to seek compromise and avoid punishing, and a belief that facing conflict head on is the best thing for both sides.
0: The one thing I really get into trouble with real hot water, if you will, (laughs) is, uh, while I'm arguing or while I'm trying to resolve a conflict with you Mm -hmm. or with somebody else, I often fall into the trap of when I, I always double down. Yes. When I told you this, (laughs) I was right. And I always bring that back in the fold and I'm aware of it when I do it. And, um, it does not provide uh it doesn't it's it's not constructive it's just like punish that's a punishing move mm. and it's something i'm always trying to work on because um what was
1: oh punishing <laughs>
0: Yeah no the uh, the other one the last two of the last thing
1: facing conflict is the best for both sides seek compromise Con-
0: unwilling to compromise okay yeah that's that falls in with that the, so okay it's a, like I it's the alpha it's the um yeah it's the punishing stuff that
1: like I already said this I already made this point do you remember
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> I I think I have a problem with doing that more in work situations.
0: Oh, yeah. Then at work. Oh, home. I do it at work too. I, yeah. And it's like, remember when I said this? I was right. And I, I think maybe some of that's healthy. It depends on what it is. But within a conflict, within like an argument with us, it's always pedantic. It's always mm. like nitpicky and unnecessary. And
1: <laughs> well, you mean at work?
0: No, Here? I was talking about, well, maybe like within an argument. whether it's us or with somebody else. But anyways,
1: uh, I feel that like I related with all the unhealthy things on the list and all the healthy things on the list because I, over time have had to learn those and I practice all of the healthy things with you. And so now I don't have that fear when a conflict arises, I'm able to stay calm and understand your side of things. I mean, we, we did this yesterday. Um, it was something that really uh, hits deep down for me, but we were able to have like a two hour really constructive conversation about it without getting heated, really trying to see each other's the side, each other's sides. Yes.
0: Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. And I really appreciate you for that. Thank you. That was really cool, honey.
1: Well, five years ago we had similar discussion and it didn't go that way.
0: Well, and I think, (laughs) I think action speak, really loudly here because you can talk you can talk the talk we can talk about all this but when I am when we are in a an argument a really hard thing to discuss and these things are these healthy conflict resolution tactics are practiced within that and then also we're still together after that Mm -hmm. that all speaks volumes
1: it's a you grow yeah, yeah. A step
0: yeah hundred percent and also your fear of conflict would lead to bad things mm-hmm. that one's that I don't know why but women in my life is, have always had that
1: okay that's interesting
0: yeah and I think it's probably you know my picker
1: well you're kind of an alpha alpha confident and some would use the word intense kind of person. Yeah. Yeah. It could be a lot. I know you don't like it when people say that, but it, it can be a good, well, a good when, thing too.
0: When somebody calls me intense, it's like, I'm immediately, I immediately think like, Oh, this isn't my person.
1: Well, you, I think are referring to the negative sides of the word intense, but the in- word intense can also be really amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, because you can be intense and passionate about topics and other people and, um, you're able to articulate that. Um, and a lot of people aren't, so they shut down in response to that. So I don't think it's a negative way to describe you.
0: Yeah. Um, I can definitely see the negatives of it because I've been saying a lot that I'm a lot. (laughs) Because I am. You know what? I'm sensitive. humans
1: are a lot. Some of them just don't fucking know it.
0: Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Nice. Nice one, honey. You're
1: aware (laughs) of yourself.
0: Maybe. Perhaps. Um, But anyways. Yeah. I think what helped you a lot with that was like we stayed together.
1: Right. Through some heavy conflict. Really
0: heavy stuff. And Hmm. And um, you
1: were open minded to work through things, whereas other people like you didn't turn your cold shoulder on me forever.
0: Yeah, right. I'm down to I think it's I think life is way more. I feel way more alive. Getting into hard things and coming out the other side, because everything good in life is on the other side of fear.
1: Yeah. Okay, so if I may, there are, um, okay, so it goes into discussing basically the two main core skills um, that are important in resolving conflict, and it's stress relief, quick stress relief, and emotional awareness. And it kind of goes into these a whole bunch, which we maybe don't need to get into, but Basically, if you are stressed out for any other reason, your ability to have all these healthy tactics kind of disappear. Or oh, it's yeah. way harder. Oh, that
0: makes total sense.
1: And your emotional awareness, if you're if you can't be aware that you're extra sensitive to a certain topic or you're angry or sad or something and why you're feeling that way. You also aren't going to be willing to resolve with another person in mind, which may seem obvious, but
0: yeah. Like putting yourself in their shoes, like understanding the other side of the story. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: So, um, for managing like the stress part of it, It goes on to saying there's a psychologist that talks about um, the three most common ways people respond to conflict when they're overwhelmed by stress. So the first one is foot on the gas. Second is foot on the brake. And the third is foot on both the gas and brake. So foot on the grass is an angry, agitated, stressy response. You're heated, you're keyed up, you're overly emotional, and Been you're un- unable to sit still. Been there. So you're riled up. Riled up. Foot on the brake is you're withdrawn. Um, you shut down, you space out, and you show very little energy or emotion. Been there too. Hey there. That yeah. one's me. Yeah. Yeah. So foot on both the gas and brake is you're tense and frozen um, in response to conflict. And so you freeze under pressure and you can't do anything. You kind of look paralyzed. But under the surface, you're extremely agitated.
0: Oh, yeah. That sounds like passive aggressiveness.
1: That one's actually me. (laughs) (laughs) I shut down and Mm. some all in my opinion. Okay. in the situations where you maybe have the foot on the gas.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I do the complete opposite and shut down.
0: Okay, yeah. But un- fair
1: under the surface I'm fucking pissed.
0: Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And this is all from stress, right? This is all when there's not
1: Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I think it goes for any kind of This conflict. is why
0: um therapy's so amazing mm-hmm. or I think what we're doing, because I have to click into another gear when there's microphones and we're talking to, we're doing a show. Sure. Even though this is very honest and open and, I mean, it's true. It's yeah. from our soul. It's We're just doing a show here. But because of that, I, this is less stress because I had to click into another gear. Mm-hmm. And same thing when you're in front of a therapist, when there's a third party.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Right? There's another, like... We talked about this before. There's a little bit more kindness. I'm aware of the other people in the room because I'm outside of my tunnel vision, so to speak.
1: You have an unbiased party.
0: Yeah. So that helps. But you can we can do it ourselves at home without the podcast (laughs) and without um, a therapist. Um, But those things are useful and we use them. We've never been to couples therapy, but we do our own we, we we see therapists.
1: And we'd be willing to if it ever comes to that. Some yeah, people aren't willing.
0: Right, which is weird to me. It's because this life thing isn't an I. It's a we. Mm. And uh but I get it. Man, I'll be and I'll be I've I've felt that way and I'll feel it again right now in this moment. I'm down. I'm down for couples therapy. I'm down for <clears throat> doing the thing but I know that I'm a human and I want to handle I want to handle shit Uh, and that's like that's that's the that's the masculinity in me I think as well I just want to solve it solve (laughs) the problem handle it yeah and be done with it but um really it's a process and it has a lot to do for me it has a lot to do with surrender and I'd rather in, mo- in most cases, I gotta ask myself: Would I rather be happy, or would I rather be right?
1: That's literally one of the following topics.
0: Okay, well, let's get into it.
1: I mean, it's that's that's kind of the summary, is what you just said.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Would you rather be happy, or would you rather be right?
0: Here's what I found out: is that I've been I've been in the I've been a real stubborn motherfucker. <laughs> I've been a really selfish and stubborn person. Take the selfish out of it, out of it. I've been a really logical, practical thinker. And I can think and act my way through problems and be right about them. I'm really good at that. Um, Whether it's true or not, I think I'm really good at that. And there's times where it is true and there's times where it isn't. Okay, I think I'm trying to cover like all the bases here. (laughs) But when I let go and I surrender, even if I'm right, and it has to to do with there's something that happens when I'm right and I just exhale and I say, you know what? I don't want to do this, and I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. When the other person meets you on the same level, then it's golden. When they go, you know what? This is silly. What are we doing here? How can how can we compromise? How can we deal with this? That is amazing or I'm wrong too. That's amazing. But when you do here's where it gets into hot water is when I surrender and I let go and I come down to that level and I just sigh and I say, "Listen, I'm sorry." Even though you're right, even though I'm right 100%. I'm sorry. This is crazy. We're arguing. Uh, how can I help? And the other person doesn't do that. <laughs> Shoots back up. It, it Not only does it shoot back up, but now I know I'm at an impasse. And uh. now I have to deal with literally letting go of this person or not getting into these situ- certain situations with this person or not hanging out with them enough or detaching with love, loving them from a distance, which all sucks too. And I don't want to have to do that, but now I know. Yeah, and so the surrender and the letting go, and the happiness instead of being right wins out. It's a win-win. You figure out where you are with this person, even though you had to give up the high ground, even though I had to give up the high ground, or you've just deepened and and um, blossomed this relationship because I came I came to an understanding with this person. It's a win-win. Mm -hmm. But if I hold my high ground, I'll never find out where that openness leads me to and that vulnerability, uh, what that vulnerability withstands. And I've found that vulnerability withstands avalanches and it is by far and away the one of the most beautiful things to explore for me.
1: I think part of what you're saying, too is really important to acknowledge nonverbal communication, which is when you, when you get to that point where you say, where you take a sigh and say, oh, you know what you take that sigh, your tone of voice changes. You, you can tell the other person can tell that you mean it. Mm-hmm. I think that's like 50% of yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat>
0: When you level with somebody, when you truly level with them and
1: sincerity,
0: which also, by the way, sorry, I'm interrupting you.
1: I was just going to say, because we've all heard someone say, it's fine. I'm fine.
0: Mm, Yeah.
1: They don't mean that. Right. If their tone of voice is stern they're not looking you in the eye they're not facing you they walk away nonverbal communication is like a huge part of this and that's a chunk of of this article too well yeah and so i just want to acknowledge that that's very important
0: here's here's what's happened to me before and let me know if this has happened to you or not is where i come down and i change the tone of voice and i get really honest mm-hmm. and I, you know i get i'm in the happy instead of right Realm, mm-hmm. the other person still they're they're they they get defensive of that. Oh, what do you is this? What, dude, you're not better than me.
1: They feel undermined or something
0: undermined, or that there's still a tactic to be played. It's it's really hard. Sometimes you just can't find the common ground.
1: Well, I can relate with being on the other side of that because, like, if you try to level with me. Mm -hmm. And I feel that defensive, what you just said. Yeah. It's because it takes some time to catch up to that.
0: Yeah, but you... Okay. (laughs) This is funny. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Is I've done that, and you've been jealous because I got there first.
1: Yes, that is true. That's I was going to go on to say, like at that point, sometimes that emotional awareness comes into play yeah. and I'm aware that I'm upset with myself that I still am feeling so petty and I want to be where you are yeah, and I want to meet you there. And then it turns into a like, Oh man, this bugs me so much. And that's kind of a good way to end it too, because I end up in a place where like, I'm going to apologize for, I think I'm overly upset about this. I need to figure out why your I'm Your side sorry. of the street. Yeah.
0: So can I, can I give you, can I, can I yeah. tell you a secret? <laughs> yes. Do you know that and you use that to your N- advantage? No, I do not. All right. Oh, there might be a few times where I do do that. But with sincerity. Yeah, for sure. It's always, it's always honest and it's always true because What's... that's one of my principles of living life is rigorous honesty.
1: Okay, so what's your secret?
0: My secret is is I get there even though I don't feel that way.
1: You act as if.
0: Yes. That's because, big. And then when I make that jump, it compounds and and it gets stronger and then I find myself there even more. Hmm. So I do it anyways. And that's not faking it till I make it. That is truth and honesty. It's just like we can't think our way and it's hard to think into a new way of living. But it's easy, It's much easier to act into a new way of living. That's true. So I do that action and then, you know, it snowballs before I'm there.
1: That's a good point because I can sit here and journal and say how I'm going to eat healthy and work out and everything. That's all great planning, but until I actually do the thing, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So I think that's what you're saying.
0: Yeah, that's how. That's what I'm living <laughs> right now. I'm not doing any of those things.
1: That's okay, though. You're not journaling or saying you're going to do it either.
0: No, I'm just complaining about (laughs) I'm fat right now
1: Okay, so um, I feel like Oh, the last thing I want to touch on is Humor
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure Right, 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 cool, 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 cool cool. There's times
1: where you can't joke, obviously (laughs) But once in a while, in the midst of an argument I For us, humor is important Like, if it's a really heavy topic Or it it's so deeply personal and fearful thing. We're able to make a joke about it. Mm-hmm. Like something maybe you can't do in public.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like if
1: there's a conflict at work. You can't pipe in with a really inappropriate joke or a
0: relative thing,
1: but you and I can do it and yeah. laugh at how wrong the joke is yes. at, for the moment. Yeah. And it helps lighten things.
0: Yeah. And, um, Humor, like deflecting with humor is a big deal Being careful not to go into that Because you gotta I, In order to really do this thing In a In a somewhat healthy way You gotta, you gotta navigate and, and hover around Honesty Right. So if I'm always Bullshitting myself through this thing and, and always deflecting To you know that core That core of honesty and letting go If I'm always deflecting off of that I'm never gonna get there Never, mm-hmm. ever going to get there with myself or with anybody else.
1: Yeah. And gotta open.
0: I have to open my heart.
1: You had to open up your heart At and your mind. Yeah. And that's not to say that you make a joke and um, do some humor and then sweep it under the rug. That's just to say, oh, th- I know this is serious and important right now, but also we shouldn't take ourselves too seriously. Yeah. But Let's keep talking about it.
0: Right. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's such a good point is to not take myself too seriously, which I always want to do. Yeah. I always want to take myself the most serious. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I am speaking right now. <laughs> you will listen to me.
1: <laughs> well, that's kind of the gist of it, you know?
0: That was cool. That was cool to talk about how good we can do in a, in, <laughs> in a conflict, but I really it's toot our
1: own horns. It's not, I, I think the main thing to take away with this is this will be a forever lifelong effort.
0: Yeah. Oh, no matter
1: yeah. what we're talking about, what we're fighting about, what mm-hmm. is going on. it it takes so much work in the moment to yeah. like remember this shit.
0: And it's three steps forward, two steps back all the time. And again, progress, not perfection.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's
0: just like moving, gaining a little bit of momentum in the right direction is what's important. And always for me, always having that, that finger on the touchstone of improvement,
2: mm-hmm.
0: always willing always having some sort of willingness.
1: You know, what's funny about this is you and I kind of practice this stuff and obviously talk about it a lot, but, um, I res- I resort back to old stuff mm. with anyone else. Like at work, I fall back into that unhealthy response all the time. But well, with he- you, I, I remain in the healthy cause I know and trust
0: you. Well, also... Um, and respect you. A lot of people don't... This is... I don't know if this is rare. I don't want to speak for all of humanity, but... It's really hard <laughs> probably to... Probably shouldn't. Um, probably shouldn't, but I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff's really hard. And these principles are really tough to practice. And uh most people don't do it, aren't aware of it, and don't practice it. And... um And it's putting the stuff into action and the workplace is tough.
1: So hard. Family atmosphere is tough.
0: Yeah. Everybody's trying to get theirs, so to speak, and always trying to climb their own ladder of success. But that's good, too. And they don't have to use any of what we talked about or what this article talked about. And it, it it's, it's up to us to determine on how we're going to live on our side of the street. And if we're going to have these people, whoever it is, as allies or not,
2: hmm.
0: it's good. The curiosity can carry us through. And these principles of this conflict resolution and curiosity can carry us through to being more aware of who we're dealing with. And I think that is important too. So you may not feel good about the stuff, but you're also learning about yourself and about this other person. And you might find that that's just the only way to do it and not to beat yourself up about it. But, um, I would go through the same stuff. I can relate. And I, I do fall into all of these traps (laughs) and, um, we're human.
1: Yeah. I know. We're messy. Uh, by no means do I want to sit here and say that we do all this stuff and we know how to resolve conflict and yada, 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 no. but we're at least aware of it and try our best to, to do our best. And that's all you can do.
0: Yes. Yeah. Some of the time we do it, we are aware of it <laughs> and we try time. our best. Yeah.
1: There's a time or two where you've stormed out or I've raised my voice and forget all of this stuff right out in one ear right out the other yeah and that's fine
0: yeah and it'll happen again
1: definitely but
0: hopefully there's some really sweet hot and sexy makeup sex after that oh
1: remember on a past episode i brought up that on reddit someone's tactic is to in the middle of a heated heated conflict is just to start going at it just start banging i can say i've never done that and i want to do that all right no matter how mad i am cuz it's going to be the last thing i want to do okay eh
0: yeah oh i'm down you yeah, have my blessing all right it's good to but
1: but then we have to we have to like continue the conversation afterwards
0: right yeah maybe i don't know <laughs> i guess maybe did, we're just angry at each other the and the shore. sex would some pent up dissipate the anger maybe by the way human emotions man
1: Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> were you going to finish your sentence? No,
0: I kind of lost what I was saying there. <laughs> I think we're, uh, we've are we talked this one to death. Um,
1: I like this episode. I think it's great.
0: Yeah, this was really good to talk about. Um, I hope other people liked it, too. This Saturday morning is amazing. It's sunny outside. Oh, man. So I just want to thank everybody for listening. Yeah. And thanks for leaving a review. Thanks for telling a friend. Thanks for giving us a star rating. And thanks for being a part of this small community.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and uh, we appreciate you so much. And on the next episode oh. of Should We Get Married?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. With Kylie and Kyle. Yeah. We are going to talk about. Uh, this is good. This is good stuff right here.
1: We're going to do a wholesome episode.
0: Oh, are we going to talk about positivity?
1: Yeah, a little bit. A little
0: gratitude. Bit.
1: Gratitude lists.
0: Are and you're and you're thinking, that's lame, that's boring. But, but it's
1: we don't know that yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to tune in to we, find we out. We don't have a plan. Here's the thing about me. Okay. Is Lay it on me. if I didn't have positive thinking in my life, I would not be alive right now. If I did not have gratitude wow. and um, wholesomeness and looking on the glass half full I would not be alive and I think it's such an important thing to talk about and to sit in and to be a part of in our day to day but we don't always talk about it we want we want to go to the juicy stuff and yeah, trust me there's, there's juicy stuff because I have some stories coming back coming back and realizing that Life is beautiful and there's always beauty left to see and to feel.
1: That's nice of you to say.
0: So um, thank you. You're beautiful. Kylie. You're beautiful listeners. And (laughs) let's get to it. Let's have a good day.
1: Yeah. If you want to prepare for the wholesome episode, look up some wholesome memes. They're the best. Yeah. Especially on Reddit.
0: Yeah, love them.
1: Just give Especially wholesome memes bed, just to like let <sighs> mm-hmm. everything out from the day. Look at some wholesome memes.
0: Yeah, if you think the internet is a bun is it's all it's always shit, well, there's there's <laughs> amazing things on there. Just like That's life, true. that life can be, life can be seemingly a big pile of shit, but there is amazing things in life. All right. Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone.
1: Thank you. Bye. Bye
2: you yeah.